0: in the middle of the night last night at like around three to go to the bathroom and I hate waking up at three because I really think it's like the witching hour it is yeah and so I went to the bathroom and stuff and then when I was laying in bed I was like why did I just wake up and like I've had
1: all these alien things I fucking hate it girl okay sorry I don't mean to yell oh yeah um (laughs) yeah I kept having like some weird ass nightmares I was like what the fuck oh I don't like it okay let's let's get this kicked hey friends welcome back to another episode of let's not i'm your host sam and i'm michelle and we are on episode 23 and it is now official well it's always spooky time but officially for the podcast and for normal people. It's spooky season. Yeah. So welcome to our first episode of October. (laughs) Shriek. (laughs) That's bat. That's a bat flying. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my god. I can't believe it's October though.
0: I love it. I keep thinking we're already on the other side of October. I do
1: too, Michelle. And it makes me sad. It does. But then I think, no, we're not even in October yet. Like we have a full month. We have a full month, so wake up, everyone, and enjoy it for what it is. (laughs) I was at Dollar Tree the other day buying some Halloween decor, and the lady was like, it's that time, huh? And I go, yeah. She's like, it already feels like it's over with. I said, I know. And I go, just think. Like, in two weeks, they're going to say only eight more weekends of Christmas shopping until it's time. Like, I hate when they do that countdown because I'm like – Okay, realistically, that's only four paychecks. Like, Mm -hmm. it's going to be here before we know it. Do you have to buy a lot of presents for people? No. Because I refuse. (laughs) Like, I... No. Joe, like, we do for his family, like Mm -hmm. the nieces and nephews, but we just more give money to them now. And, of course, it's like Joe's family, so he's more obligated to give them money. But it comes from the both of us. (laughs) <laughs> and they'll get us gifts because since he buys for the kids, the grownups buy for us. Since it's kind of like uh, we say. don't have kids, yeah. But I'm like, just we don't want gifts because it's no. just more stuff that we don't need. No, with kids. Okay, enough of the Christmas yeah. talk. It's October. We're we'll get fucking there. we talk about it we'll later. Get there. Um. So yeah. So it's October and I'm so excited. Yes.
0: Let's stay here.
1: Let's stay here Let's in October. Let's stay here. Yeah. So, for our first spooky episode, we are going to be talking about aliens, mm-hmm. um, share some stories, share some thoughts, and just kind of talk about if uh, we believe or not. Oh,
0: I can't wait.
1: I'm really excited and I'm scared. Same. <laughs> well, before we get into alien talk, how was your weekend? Oh, it was good.
0: We went and visited Jake's mom because Mm -hmm. it was her birthday. It was nice. It was a beautiful day out in his hometown. They were having like an endless summer vendor fair thing. Oh, fun. So like it was like a street fair kind of a thing. Um, So it was nice just like walking around and stuff. And then we went out to dinner with her sisters who I just love. And I feel like we always just see them in passing and we never actually get to sit down and hang out with them. So it was like a really nice dinner, and I found out that his aunt Joanne listens to the podcast.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, Joanne. Hi. Oh, um, he has an aunt Joanne too. So does to okay, Joe. I never yeah. realized
0: that. I didn't even. I mean, oh. you wouldn't realize that, but I could have made the connection.
1: Well. I mean, have have you mentioned Joanne to me before? No. Okay.
0: But you mentioned your Joanne then, to me you know all what? The time. I'm going to
1: take that blame off of me okay. and give that to you. Put
0: it, rest <laughs> it right upon my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am going to steal something from her. So she was talking about how everybody says 100%, which I say that all the friggin' time. And she was like, what I like to say is 0.0%. There is 0.0% that I'm going to do that.
1: Mm. And I'm like, I'm going to steal that. <laughs> I like that. You know, whenever I edit an episode, I just, I cringe because I say yes so much or mm-hmm. I say exactly a oh, lot. Oh, yeah. That's fine. So I'm going to try to widen my vocabulary <clears throat> with absolutely. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I don't know what that's else it. I can add. <laughs> I don't know I what else it. I can I add. I love it. Um, How was your weekend? It was fun. Um, Salem had the food truck fest. So we went to that. That was our first time going. We tried this barbecue place and I got these jalapeno mac and cheese egg rolls and they were heavenly. Mm -hmm. Also tried my first whoopie pie, but Michelle said not to base it off of that because it wasn't the chocolate whoopie pie. I decided to go with the funfetti whoopie pie, Mm -hmm. which is right up my alley because chocolate cake and ganache and stuff like that is not my jam yep i don't know if ganache is in a whoopie pie i've just been watching a lot of (laughs) baking shows so ganache has been like in my vocabulary that's a word that's been in my vocabulary um but yeah it was fun it was good uh joe's best friend mike and kate came up and she's gonna be having a baby real soon (gasps) she was walking around pregnant yeah yeah Yep.
0: i'm always amazed by like how long women actually go into their pregnancy
1: I know I'm like I can't even walk around with Mm -hmm. just me I'm like my body's tired i would be like I have to be on bed
0: rest after month two
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so it was great seeing them and then also wanted to update you guys on my doctor's appointment
0: (laughs) doctor's corner
1: I know doctor's corner For the month of September, I was dedicating it to my health and just getting things in order because it was my mom's birthday. And if you didn't know, my mom had passed a few years ago. So I was like, in honor of my mom to like honor her spirit, I'm going to take care of my health. So that's why I was like trying to get all these doctor's appointments done and stuff. So finally, I went to my primary care doctor, which is the first time I've gone to a primary physician since I moved to Massachusetts. So it's been a few years. I had scheduled the appointment. I was like, just for a general checkup, but also if I can get like my pap smear done, that would be great too. The nurse was really nice and the doctor came in and she was so nice. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I love you. Can you adopt me? She ended up doing my pap smear or whatever, which I wasn't expecting because I just thought I would have to reschedule, you know. Um, so I was like, oh, thank God. And then she was like, what else are we seeing you for? And I'm like, okay, well, not to bombard you, but I was like, my scalp has been so itchy since I've moved. Like, It literally is mm-hmm. affecting like my daily routine. Like, All I'm doing is scratching my head. She's like, well, I can look at it, but she was like, or I can send you to a dermatologist. And I'm like, is it necessary to go to a dermatologist? But I guess so. So I'm going to have to get that scheduled. Then... She's like, oh, do you want a breast exam? I'm like, yeah. And then she's talking about my tetanus shot. So I get that updated as well. And then they had, I wanted to also talk about like my mental health because I haven't been feeling great. And it's been like this since I was like a teenager, but I'm just finally addressing it. And they had you fill out this form about like, like depression and anxiety and stuff like that. So I'm like answering the questions and I'm like starting to cry, like before she comes in and I'm like, Oh my God. And I'm like, Oh, I don't want to talk about this. And so then like, I have my little sheet there or whatever. And I'm like in my little gown. And she's finishing up everything. And she's like, all right. She was like, so should we talk about this? And she grabs it. And I'm like, I guess if we have to. And she's like, you scored pretty high. She was like, are you wanting to like hurt yourself right now? And I was like, no. So anyways, she was like, I was like, I guess if we have to talk about it and get into it. And I go, just so you know, I was like, I'm going to start crying. Mm Because even I was just waiting for her to come in to talk about the thing. And I was like crying. I was like trying to fan my eyes off. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, get a grip. So then she's like, no. And I just start crying and like bawling. And she's like, I don't have any Kleenex. She's like, don't cry, don't cry. She's like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) And I was like, I'm really fine. I was like, it just is happening. Yes. Yeah. And so she like gives me like a little paper towel. She's like, I'm sorry. This is all we have in here. And I was like, it's fine. And so I was telling her and I was like, well, I moved here a few years ago. Then I lost my mom a few years, like a little bit before that. And she was like, well, that's a lot to go through, blah, blah. And she's like, have you thought about talking to someone? And I go, yeah. I'm like on the path of trying to find a therapist. She was like, well, what we do here, she was like, I'll give you a referral mm-hmm. to like – um a psychologist and then they'll kind of talk to you a few times and figure out what's going on. And so then she just kind of like left it at that, like once we got over it. And I definitely want to try medication plus like talk therapy. Yeah. So I was like, well, like, what do you feel about that? Is that something that I should get started or can you not like prescribe me anything? And she was like, well, they'll have to like talk to you about it and kind of see Which I don't – I guess that is a good thing, but also I was really, like, devastated. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm, like, oh, this pill is going to fix all my problems, but I'm, like, can I just at least get a little, like, step up here? Yeah, and so I was just, like, oh, great. And so then she gives me, like, this long list of all these, like, people. But then the sheet that I saw, like, it said – no medications at this location, no medications at this location. And I'm like, where am I supposed to go now if I go to a person for my mental health? Like, if they don't give medication, then where would they send me? I don't know. So it just, I feel like
0: maybe they mean you can't actually like leave that place with medication, with it, like a maybe. prescription That's kind of thing. That's what I was
1: hoping. And so there was one place in Salem. I don't know. It was just kind of like I worked myself up and told her mm-hmm. how I was feeling. And I'm like, okay, great. Now I have to do that again. Good news is I got my pap smear done. Yes. I'm also going to be doing blood work. And once I told her about like my brain and stuff, she was like, all right. She's like, well, let me add this to your blood work so we can kind of see. Oh, cool. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So we'll, we're getting through it.
0: But you know what? They didn't look at your head, but they looked at your vagina,
1: and that's true. That's overwhelming in itself. Yes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I was going to say, how are you going into this appointment not knowing if
1: they're going to look at your vagina? I, I mean, I prepared for it, but I saw the gown on the bed. I was like, okay, I think I'm going to do it. Like, I think they're going to look at it. I think they're going to look at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Imagine, are you gonna look at my pussy are you today? Look at it today? <laughs> like, what's happening here? And they were also working on the gas at my apartment building, so like there was no hot water. And I was like, shit. I didn't even think that. I knew the gas was gonna be turned off, but I was just thinking about the stove. I forgot about the, the water heater. Water. I'm like, shit. So, it's way too cold to let the shower, like, hit on my body. So, uh-huh. I, like, fill the tub and I'm, like, just splashing my oh. vagina and my butt. Like, I'm just, like, it's cold. Oh, my God. So, then I get out and dry myself and then I have to wash my hair. So, I, like, I'm, like, naked hanging into my into bathtub, it. like, shampooing my hair with cold water. I'm, like, oh, my God. It was just funny. Yeah. Because you can't go to a doctor's appointment unwashed. I know. I'm, like, I'm not going to disrespect you like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but of course, like sometimes when they do the little Q-tip thing or like that little like scrubby thing inside mm-hmm. of you, you can have some spotting. So she was like, oh, you're spotting. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I always end up having spotting after it. But, yeah. um, she was like, oh, hang on. She was like, let me give, grab you a tampon. But they didn't have it. she's like, let me grab you a pad. And I'm like, oh, I haven't like used a pad in forever. And I was, she was like, oh, wait, we don't got one. She's like, let me go in another room to get it because I think. Like, just no one had stocked okay. the room of supplies. I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, I'm just going home. She's like, no, I'm not going to let you bleed in your underwear. You're like, I'll just use I'm this like, paper you gave me to I, wipe my tears I'm up. Exact, I know. I'm like, it's fine. I just settle in life. So I'll just spot. But oh. she's like, no, here you go. And it was like, just like a super thick pad. And I felt like I was in middle school. I was like, oh, this is fun. There,
0: the uh, I haven't actually even held a pad in so long. Yeah, but the thought of it, I'm like, doesn't that like displace your hips with how fucking <laughs> thick it is? Like, what if it gets shifted to the side? You're I like, know. just.
1: Oh yeah, it was God. super thick, and I was, like, just filling it for a while. I was, like, how interesting. Later on in the day, I was, like, just filling my butt, and I was, like, if my butt got groped, like, could you fill the pad? I was, like, oh, yeah, you can <laughs> definitely fill it. Then I'm, like, did I wear it too far back? Like, should it be,
0: oh you know, just spiraling. God. But I'm, like, all
1: right, time time to take the pad off. I'm home now. <laughs> I'm home now. <laughs> With no, tissues galore. No, I, I, kept that, I kept it on for a while because it was did kind you? of fun. Yeah, I was, oh. like, oh feel like I'm 12 again. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm glad that some things got taken care of. Yeah, and I'm glad that she was really nice because if she mm-hmm. was awful, I think I would have been like, why are you so mean? And, yes. like, ran out crying. No. You know what? Your sleuthing, it worked out for you. Yeah. She was so you nice. You picked the right one. hmm
0: So I wanted to know if you were always enthralled with aliens and part B of this question, are you super into alien shows, movies, books, and all that stuff? Yes. Yes.
1: Yes to it all. Yep. Okay. Yes. Ever since I was little, I think ever since I saw E.T. Like, I feel like that was like the first time I was like, oh, wow, it's not just us. Yep. And also I believe like in ghosts and paranormal mm-hmm. things so mm-hmm. I feel like aliens is more believable oh yeah like I yeah. feel like people should believe in them mm-hmm. if they believe in ghosts too
0: yes mm-hmm. Yeah. because I feel like aliens are more scientifically yeah provable mm-hmm. and it's like if you already believe in ghosts what how are you drawing the line at aliens exactly
1: <laughs> yeah um, aliens, they used to scare me a lot, especially mm-hmm. like growing up in Kansas, people would always oh. talk about like the crop circles. And then also later on when Signs came signs, out, yeah. that movie is so scary. Mm-hmm. It's still so mm-hmm. good and it's still so creepy to watch.
0: I loved Signs when it came out. I was actually thinking that I don't really get into alien stuff, mm-hmm. um, but I really like signs, and I really like that movie, The Arrival, that came out a few years ago. I don't think I've seen that one with Amy Adams. I really oh. like that one because they they come in peace, like they're coming to help us, mm, and that's I what we I like need. that feeling because I don't think that's actually what would happen if aliens really? came yeah
1: so i feel like you know it's like should we be scared would they mm-hmm. come in peace or do they want us dead are we a joke to them but <laughs> i feel like it's just like how people are there's good people and yeah. there's bad people so i feel like that's the same with aliens see i see it i i could assume that too but i also see
0: it in historical senses where it's like when people go exploring and conquering they usually go to a land and start a war and then enslave the population that's already there Mm -hmm. and so I assume if they come here they're probably more intelligent than us Mm -hmm. and if for any reason they actually needed our labor or something they would enslave whoever didn't make it out of the war.
1: You think if they were bad that would have already happened? Or you're just saying? I just think if they come here,
0: it's probably to be exploring, conquering mm-hmm. new worlds. And I think it would go in in the same lines as like the Native Americans mm-hmm. and things like that, where it looks like they come in peace at first, but they're really here to take over. Yeah. That's what like history has told me. So
1: many times. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna talk about some people that believe in aliens, like Some famous people. Oh, I want to hear who. Okay, let me. I'm trying to skip some of these people because I know you guys will judge. Uh oh. Because it's a lot of like, I was trying to find smart people that believe in (laughs) aliens. Here's a few famous people that believe in aliens. The first one is Winston Churchill. Oh, yeah. So he had said, I, for one, am not so immensely impressed by the success we are making of our civilization here that I am prepared to think we are the only spot in this immense universe which contains living, thinking creatures. Or that we are the highest type of mental and physical development which has ever appeared in the vast compass of space and time. Mm. It's like, why, why aren't there classes about aliens in school? Like, it's... I don't know. It just boggles my mind. I feel like the world is, the universe is so big that it's foolish to think there's not something yes. out there. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chloe Kardashian also believes in aliens, but I know you guys aren't going to care about that. So I'm just going to skip over that. Uh, I just love that those are the
0: two people that you're saying right <laughs> off the
1: bat. I know. <laughs> I know. I was really trying to, that's why I was like trying to find like a different one, but this is all I could find at the time I was given Michelle. Um, and then also Hillary Clinton, Okay. She believes in aliens. Um, in a radio interview, and then later on Jimmy Kimmel Live, Clinton said she wants to review files about UFOs and the mysterious Area Fifty One site in Nevada and make them public.
0: Is that what was released back in twenty twenty?
1: Was I- that just twenty twenty? Mm-hmm.
0: I think that they released files back in twenty twenty. It was like a month after you know quarantine happened, so nobody was really focusing on it. Yep. Um, and then something was supposed to come out in. June of this year, because we were going to do this alien topic Mm, earlier, and we're like, well, let's wait,
1: but I didn't see anything significant. I, I didn't either, so for those of you guys who maybe aren't familiar with Area 51, it's located about 80 miles northwest of Las Vegas. It's a restricted military outpost that is part of the Edwards Air Force Base. It has been the site of a number of stealth military programs, and the secrecy has, in part, fueled conspiracy theorists who claim that scientists—oh my God, so (laughs) many—who claim that scientists at the facility are reverse engineering alien technology from UFO crashes. Mm. That's so scary. Do you remember that show Roswell, or were you maybe? Yeah, I WB. remember
0: but I never watched any of those shows. I actually didn't watch The X-Files either. Yeah. So the thing is, is that I don't find alien movies or shows scary, but I find aliens themselves scary. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense in any kind of light? Like the thought that they are out there. Yes. Well, I think that they are 100% out there. But I the just, possibility of yeah, what that means coming. for us. yeah. 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 That scares me. Yep. But movies and stuff, besides Signs. Signs actually did give yeah. me a little creep or two. But I'm not really into, like, aliens. Okay,
1: but X-Files is a great show.
0: I know. I know. I think I watched some of the newer ones that came
1: out, and they <gasps> yeah, were good. Yeah. I didn't finish the newer ones, but I, I loved that show. It's still scary. All righty, and then next up we have film director Ridley Scott.
0: Well, of
1: course. Um, he did the movie Alien from 1979.
0: See, I hate that movie. Why? I just don't like it.
1: It's too, you don't like the sci-fi I don't, yeah. it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I guess that's where I, what I don't like.
1: But you like, like documentaries, like where there's facts yeah. behind yep. it. Yep. Got it. So while promoting the new film, Scott warned that hundreds of alien species are out there and cautioned that humans likely won't fare well if these cosmic interlopers ever decide to pay a visit to Earth. If you are stupid enough to challenge them, you will be taken out in three seconds. Mm. And then also Jillian Anderson, which she is best known for playing FBI Special Agent Dana Scully. She believes that there are aliens. She said, I do to the degree that the universe is obviously vast and that the thought that we are the only planet full of living beings doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah. She's also on Sex Education now and she is amazing.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. She's so beautiful. I know. That show is awesome. Okay. So then I also learned this, Demi Lovato. They recently had posted on their Instagram, but I couldn't find it. It was like a video of where they went to, Joshua Tree, oh. and they saw I don't know they saw some kind of light, and they said that they experienced the love from the aliens. Like they could feel that they were coming in peace, or didn't want to harm them, or whatever. So, anyways, my point is, I guess that Demi's gonna have a new show called Unidentified. It's gonna be a UFO docu series through Peacock, where they travel with two of their friends to go figure out what happened. Okay. Because they want to experience alien sure stuff. Sure. So so I think it would be interesting and just, like, raise more conversation about it.
0: Yeah, that usually works out. Mm-hmm. I don't love Demi Lovato yeah. and what they do, but... Sure. Have you seen a UFO or encountered anything?
1: I don't think I've seen a UFO, but I definitely do believe like the footage and the photos that I see online. Yeah. I think that they do exist. I do believe when people say that they've seen them. Mm-hmm. There, this is kind of off topic, but kind of on topic. So in middle school, we had to do, we had this project of where. We had to make up our own cereal. We had to, like, brand it. Oh, yeah. And we had to make a commercial of it. Like, mm-hmm. we had to talk about what the cereal was, design the box, all sorts of stuff. And me and my best friend at the time, Jessica, she was like, what do you want the cereal to be? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want it to be called the Alien Cereal. I don't know <laughs> fucking why I wanted it to be Alien-themed. Anyway, so we are filming the commercial, and you had to film it in front of the whole class. So we're, like, sitting at the table, and you have, like, this big old camcorder, like, <laughs> facing you. And so we are Because re- en- you're 500 years old. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so then we, like, we're just talking about our commercial and our cereal, and my line was, it'll make you feel like you've been abducted. <laughs> Is that the, a feeling you want to have? <laughs> Because it's out of this world, Michelle. Okay, yeah. Duh. So then, like, I couldn't say it. I was like, it'll make you feel like you've been abducted. It'll make you feel like you've been abducted. And I just could not say the word uh-huh. abducted. And this kid, his name was Andrew. He was, like, the class clown. And he literally – I can already
0: tell by the way you said Andrew that I'm not going <laughs> to like him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It, like, haunted me. For, it wasn't anything bad, but I just – it's something I think of, like, multiple times mm-hmm. every year. So oh, no. I do. Anyways, anytime I talk about aliens, see aliens, I always think about this damn serial commercial. So I just couldn't say abducted, and, like, my face got really red, and my friend was trying not to laugh, and I was acting like I wasn't embarrassed. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you fucking hear Andrew yelling out loud, and he's like, abducted. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I hate you so much. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, it'll make you feel like that. And like, that's where we cut our video. And my friend Jessica had the VHS for the longest time. And so she would always play it every time I stayed the night at her house. I'd be coming into the room and she would just play it and think it was the funniest thing.
0: Because that's hysterical. You're crying right now thinking about it. Because I'm like, because you're so embarrassed.
1: (laughs) So embarrassing though. I'm like, why can I not say abducted shit? Look at you now. But anyway, look at yeah, there's other words I can't pronounce, but <laughs> That's not what I meant. I meant you said abducted at least ten times really, now. You know, because I'm like, I'm gonna say that word, I'm gonna mm-hmm. conquer it. But anyways, I always think of that story anytime the alien pops into my mind.
0: You just think about the second hand and well no, I have second hand embarrassment for you. <laughs>
1: Oh, I was like, you're the one with secondhand embarrassment jumping over your friend's dad so they don't see your fucking razor rash. Okay, but let me talk about my alien story real quick because it's not as believable as yours is. Okay, um, so a few years ago, I became enthralled in conspiracy theories on YouTube. It was all mm-hmm. I watched, I was like obsessed. I just, I loved it so much. I wish I could go back into that time and rediscover everything. I started watching a whole bunch of conspiracy videos on aliens. And at the time I was living by myself and I had Denali and Raven, my two dogs. And so there was one time that I was just in my apartment hanging out and it was in the middle of the afternoon. For some reason, I had split Denali and Raven up. So I had Denali in the office with a piece of cardboard, like blocking the door so she could still reach her head over to kind of see what was going on. But she wouldn't be able to walk through it or climb over. Yeah. And I had Raven in walking around. So I was doing something and then I come back out and they literally had switched places. Like Denali was now in the living room and Raven was now in the office. And I was just like, wait, what just happened? And they're just l- both looking at me and I'm like, wait a minute. And like, I swear, it sounds so bizarre. If she would have jumped over the cardboard thing, mm-hmm. it would have fallen over. Like it was too tall for it to not be knocked yeah. over yeah. if she jumped. Yeah, I just had a weird feeling for a while that someone was like watching me. Like you just get that feeling, you know, because I would watch these things at night. And then I started talking to my friend Crystal about like, oh my God, I believe these conspiracy Mm -hmm. theories. Is my phone listening to me? And then you would start seeing just the normal stuff pop up in your phone because it does listen to you and it sees what you're searching. So that happened and I was like, oh, hell no. So then it was the same day I was driving and I was at this stoplight and I'm like in my car just sitting there and all of a sudden this white van pulls up and it said, believe what you see, believe what you see. And I was like, this is an (laughs) alien van. And I'm not even kidding. It had an alien face on there. Like how bizarre is that? Yeah. I know that like things, when you're looking for things, you see them more, Yeah. but it was just way too weird. That's crazy. It was weird, Michelle. Yeah, well, obviously. Like, you're telling me both dogs switched places and the cardboard box was not, like, falling over. Yeah, you didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. Like, it was quiet in my apartment. It was literally, like, so quiet that someone just could have zapped them and I wouldn't have known. That's what it really felt like. Yeah. And that's what you think happened? That's what I think happened. They were zapped? They were zapped. Also, do you... (laughs) Like, I love I
0: love a quiet also, also from you.
1: Do you think that there are aliens on Earth right now? Hmm. I have to assume that there are because
0: I did see UFOs and I feel like people have been seeing UFOs for such a long time mm-hmm. that I don't know if they're able to shape shift or if they're just looking how they look, but like hidden and monitoring. I don't know, but I have to assume that they've landed and hung out.
1: This is what I think, that there are aliens
0: that Among look like us. humans. Do you think that they look like us naturally, or do you think that they... Oh, no. Okay. No. But they're like more like body snatchers, or they're yeah. able to morph into what we look like? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think, too. I don't think that if we ever saw aliens, they would look like us.
1: No. Have you ever felt like you were part alien? No. Have you? Yes. Of course. <laughs> Maybe that's what's going on in my brain.
0: (laughs) Did you check that box at the doctor? I don't know what to tell you. (laughs)
1: Um, I do. I'm like, I don't know, because I've just always had a feeling. I don't know how to explain it. So, do you think that you're part alien
0: and like, they've been breeding throughout the years? So, maybe there's a little bit of alien in all of us, or what's your...
1: So, yeah, maybe a little bit of... I know, it sounds so weird. Maybe a little bit of that, but it's just, like, I've always felt like this isn't my home.
0: Oh. Well, Jesus Christ, I've never felt that first.
1: Really? Yeah, no. Okay, so then also... <laughs> I was messaging my friend Crystal because she believes in aliens too. Yeah. So I was like, Crystal, I was like, Do you have any like alien stories that I can talk about on the podcast? Like <laughs> I say that I have an amazing No, not at all. And I was like, Because you like believe in it too. Just tell me anything. And she was like, I remember she was younger and her grandpa would always tell her we have alien blood in us and she remembers her grandpa would tell her this around a campfire uh-huh. and she would be so afraid and she's like yeah i do feel like there is alien blood in me i don't feel like there's alien <laughs> this is going to sound so <laughs> good. like take sam somewhere please i don't feel like i have alien blood uh-huh. it's something else i don't know
0: it's like the the stereotype that like people from the midwest are the ones that always get
1: abducted and see things mm-hmm so I don't know maybe Kansas people do have some alien blood in them maybe okay do you think do you ever think like dogs or cats are aliens
0: no sometimes I'll look at Ichabod and think he's a witch trapped in a cat's body but (laughs) cats are really magical they're like really magical creatures sometimes the way he looks at things I'm like you're a human man Mm -hmm. that's trapped in a cat like I don't know sometimes he's just (laughs) we are gonna sound insane
1: (laughs) Spooky season's here.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Now I'm going to tell you all my UFO story. And it's so, it's really bizarre to talk about because it just feels like no one's going to believe you when you talk about this. But my two best girlfriends were there with me. None of us were high. None of us were drunk. This was during the summer of, I want to say, 2005, possibly 2004. But we were all hanging out at Missy's house by we all, I mean me, her, and Sue. It was like getting dark out, but there's still light. It's summertime, so it's maybe like 730, I want to say. We have nothing to do, so we decide that we're going to walk down to the beach and just like walk up and down the boardwalk and see if like we run into anybody, which is like a very common thing to do in my hometown. (laughs) So that's what we do. We head down to the boardwalk, and I don't remember who saw it, but... Somebody was looking out into the ocean and above the horizon line there were three ships just hanging there. Spaceships. Spaceships. They a hundred percent were not airplanes. And so whoever saw it said, Oh my god, look at that. And we all look and we're like, what the fuck? And so we step off of the boardwalk and we go down over by the ocean edge. And so the three of us are just looking at these things in the sky and It's so bizarre how they were moving because I've never even heard of anything behaving this way. You know, they were far enough away where that's all you could really see. You could tell that there was like birth to it, but it looked like three lines and they were wiggling. And they were just like wiggling in the sky and they were like coming in and out of focus. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then also they were like kind of moving around each other like it's almost like they were in a box where they didn't go higher than a certain area or lower but they were just like kind of changing spots these three ships and they were wiggling it was so fucking weird (laughs) um we were starting to freak out because you know after a few minutes you're like that's not a plane Mm -hmm. that's not a kite that's not anything this is insane And so I remember I kept looking back at the boardwalk to see if, like, anybody else was pointing at it, if anybody else had noticed. And everybody was just walking up and down. Like, the boardwalk in our hometown is where a lot of people go after dinner to get their steps in. Like, there's always a lot of commotion. There's always a lot of people down there. And it almost, it literally felt like we had stepped out of our like timeline reality and we were the only ones for some reason that could see this. Like everybody else was just going about their day Mm -hmm. and we were just kind of looking around like who else is fucking looking at this? It's starting to get darker and darker. We're losing a little bit more sight of it. And so we decide let's go out on the pier because it like brings us, you know, a little ways out and we can get closer. This is where the story gets so fucking creepy that it hurts me sometimes to say it. We go down to the pier. Thankfully, the one that was like right next to us, there was only like four people down there. Like we didn't want to go to one that was heavily packed. Yeah. So we were like, perfect. So we head down there. When we get down there, we notice it's a grandparent couple. And then it looks like they're there with their grandchildren. There was a boy and a girl. I don't remember which was which, but one was like around seven, eight, and the other one was maybe around like ten, eleven. And so they're on like one side of the pier, we're on the other, we're just like keeping eyes on these fucking ships. And we're not even like engaging with them or anything. But you know, we looked over at them to kind of see if they were also looking at what we were looking at. And one of the kids looks up at us and says, there's three of them and they're going to destroy the world. And we, I feel like we were looking at these kids like, you know that scene in Get Out where he's like getting hypnotized and he's like falling and his eyes are just swelling up and his mouth is open and there's just like complete terror on his face. I feel like all three of us started looking at these kids like, like we didn't say anything. And then the grandparents, seeing that reaction, I feel like thought we were geeking out on drugs or something. And we're just like, oh, my God, they're crazy. Like, kids say the craziest things. That's exactly what she said. And then because we just couldn't say anything, they're like, all right, kids, like, time to go or whatever. And they left.
1: Was it the girl or the boy that said it? I don't
0: remember. remember. It was just one of the kids. Oh, my God. So as soon as they leave... We, I think we just all started like manic pacing and like shaking our hands and being like, what the fuck, what the fuck, like what is happening? Um, and then like, once we picked our butts up off the floor, we were just like looking at each other and we're like, can only like younger people see this? Cause mm-hmm. like the grandparents didn't seem to know what was happening at all. And it seemed like the younger kids saw it too. And they said that they literally said there was no other conversation this child just looked up at us and and said, there's three of them and they're going to destroy the world.
1: When the kid was saying that, were the grandparents really close to them? Were they, like, behind them? Yeah, they were, like, the all, like, way? in line, yeah. Oh, my God. And the grandparents were just like, they're
0: crazy, right? Or whatever. And I think we just looked so fucking shocked and terrified that they were like, let's get out of here. Um. So... As soon as it got dark and we couldn't see anything anymore, we went back to Missy's house. Between the three of us, we wrote down everything that had happened. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure it has, like, the timelines. It probably has, like, the more accurate ages of the kids and everything. Um, I did my best to, like, draw what we had saw. Wow. Um, And we just wrote it all down. And, like, we hid it. Under like in Missy's chest under literally everything. Cause I think we were all also scared that the FBI or somebody was going to come and collect yeah. us and, or the aliens were, Yeah, we were scared. We were so scared. We didn't sleep. We spent the whole night just talking about it. Oh my we set an alarm at, I think dawn the next morning to go back down there and see if they were still there. If we could see it, we did. There was nothing there. And I, I would say for days, we were just, like, kind of on pins and needles waiting to see if something would happen. You. But that's that's exactly what happened to us. Oh, yeah. You definitely saw. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: do you think – so, say, like, if the kids could see aliens, do you think maybe they were part alien and that's why they said there's three and they're going to – like, or what do you think it It was – like, what, what do you think it was that made them – say that information
0: I feel like they saw it too and I think maybe because they were just kids maybe they have heard about aliens and stuff Mm -hmm. and maybe aliens to them were like oh they're coming to take over the world I don't know if they heard something in their heads because there is a lot of like stories about like telepathic communication Mm -hmm. and stuff I don't know what it was but there was three ships that we were looking at and then they said that And, I mean, the world hasn't been destroyed yet, but at the same time, it was so fucking freaky. Whoa. And we were talking about it then, thinking, like, maybe only younger people can see it. Mm-hmm. And then I was also thinking, what if there's some kind of a force field that they're able to put around them, almost be like invisible, but somehow we broke it.
1: That the aliens were invisible? Yeah, like Mm -hmm. they had some
0: kind of a force field that extended to a certain point. And once we stepped off of the boardwalk or when we were down on the pier, we were out like in it. Yeah. Because I think also what was super, I mean, the kids saying that was the creepiest thing Mm -hmm. that's ever made my like blood curdle. But I was also feeling very, very weird looking back at the boardwalk because I felt like we weren't in the same realities anymore. Mm -hmm. It like felt so weird. It felt like that was our old life that we we would never get back to again.
1: The way you're describing it reminds me of like when you're watching a movie and say something crazy has happened to the main star Mm -hmm. and like they kind of are taken out of their day to where like... Normal people are just pass. It's like life passes you by. Like that's mm. what I feel like happened. You know, because you see everyone else just going on about their yeah. life, and you're yeah. like,
0: "Hello." It felt. It felt like kind of like the Truman Show, mm. like where he is realizing what's happening, and everybody's just like, "Oh my god, yeah, that is scary." It was scary, and I honestly thought I was like, "Our lives are gonna change forever. Mm-hmm. Like something's gonna happen from this," but nothing ever happened. Not yet. Not yet. And then I have, like, this other feeling, like, what if this is, like, an it scenario where 10 years from now we all have to
1: get back together
0: and we have to find those kids. Oh, my God. Like,
1: well, and what if the grandparents (sighs) shushed them up because they were going to say, like, the day? Oh, my God. Stop. How are they not paying attention? But then when the kid is saying that, then they kind of come back in and they're like, oh, kids say the darnest things. I don't know. I do have a feeling that kids
0: are more susceptible to like seeing things. Oh yeah. Aliens and ghosts and stuff just because your brain doesn't rationalize it mm-hmm. in order to like preserve your sanity yes. like you do when you're an adult. Um, so I could see those old people, A, maybe not even seeing it because they probably have bad eyesight and or just Literally thinking their kids are being weird and scaring these fucking teenagers that are down at the dock, you know?
1: Or the grandparents are held hostage by these alien kids. <laughs> or maybe that. And they're like, take us to the the pier so we can see our fellow family. Oh my god, stop it. I hope your friend can find the... I know. I mean, I believe you. I know. But it's like, I wonder what other details Do you guys remember so yeah. freshly writing it down yep. that... Just with natural aging, Mm -hmm. your brain has kind of... Forgotten, forgotten some of the details. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I don't even want it for proof. I just
0: want it to like refresh it because mm-hmm. I've told this story. I don't tell this story often. I've maybe told a handful of people. Jake, my dad. I told mm-hmm. my dad after it happened. What did he say? He did believe me, and he said that because his best friend worked and lived on a marina, Ooh. and so where this happened was on Long Island Sound. That's like the ocean front that we have there. And he said that a lot of people that are out boating have seen things on Long Island Sound. And every few years, I always just Google it, but I've never seen anything, like Mm -hmm. nothing written about Long Island Sound being a place where this has happened before. That doesn't mean anything. No, no, no. It's like
1: they they literally wipe anything of where Mm -hmm. people are starting to realize and get too close yeah so that's the thing and also it's like a
0: fisherman community of like just hearsay and Mm -hmm. word of mouth uh but my dad did tell me that when i told him about it and i think that's it like i would just like to reread it even the three of us didn't ever tell a lot of people like i'm i don't remember if this is true so missy sue if you're listening let me know but i feel like we always referred to it as falcor we would always say like remember when we saw falcor um, just to, like, talk about what it. What is case that? Falcor is, like, uh, he's a character from the, I think, the never-ending story. He's, like, a, a oh. dragon or something.
1: Oh, is that his name? I
0: believe so. Okay. So, why did you say that? I don't know. Just to catch up. Like, not even talk about it further. Just... Like, we would just be sitting, and maybe other people were there, and we would just be like, remember when we saw Falcord? I think we just constantly wanted to reaffirm with each other, like, we all saw that, right? Yeah. Because it's just so crazy. And even when I text, so I texted Missy earlier this week and asked her if she had the paper still. And the first text I got back from her was... I've been waiting for this day. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, you're making the scream here. I love it. Um, you should ask them if either one of them have had any other, like, strange experiences, experiences after, after yeah. seeing it.
0: I don't think they have because I feel like that would be an immediate text. Because a few years ago when Missy was cleaning up her high school stuff, she came across them. Yeah. And s- texted us and said, guys, like I found the Falcor papers. That's creepy. When I texted her, she said, I know I pulled them out to show Sue, but I don't know where like I put them after that.
1: What if someone came into her life who was really an alien and took them. Possibly.
0: It also, I feel like I could see her fiance just finding random notebook paper and throwing it out. like because he's the alien cause he's the alien. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that happened to me when I was fifteen. Wow. that is <sighs> frightening. It's creepy. You just go back about your what life because.
1: It was summer, so it was either June or July. It was probably July. That's what all of the alien stories that I've heard or seen or read, mm-hmm. it's always been in July.
0: Oh, I always, I definitely always see summer.
1: Why is that? Yeah. I wonder. Good, clear weather. I don't know. It just makes me think of like Independence Day, too, you know, like the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Then we just
0: got back to life because. We didn't Mm -hmm. even know who to tell, what to talk about, and we didn't want to be those crazy girls that think they saw UFOs. Yeah, I feel like
1: (laughs) that happens a
0: lot, you know? Yeah, I think that happens a lot. And especially if I had seen that by myself, I would have never, ever talked about it again.
1: Yeah, it's just so bizarre, too, because it's like even thinking of ocean life... Like, ocean life terrifies me. Yeah. You want to scare yourself? Look up the oldest creatures living in the ocean. I did it one time when Joe and I were taking a road trip, and I, like, was scaring <laughs> myself. I'm like, what? Like, it's crazy how long creatures have been living there. And Oh, yeah. It also, like, boggles my mind that they don't spend a lot of money exploring the ocean. Mm. I was looking on Reddit. About alien stuff. And there was... um, So, someone had said that they finished watching Alien Worlds on Netflix. Okay. She said, a scientist in one of the episodes compared not receiving alien communications via satellite comparable to getting a bucket of water from the ocean and not having any form of life in the bucket. Even though we know for a fact there's thousands of species in the ocean overall.
0: Yeah. You know? It's like...
1: Hello? I don't know. It's
0: just so crazy. No, that's a great analogy. You think we're the smartest things that There's exist? no way. <laughs> There's no, no way. Have you seen the people that you live around?
1: And sometimes...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love
0: it when that voice comes out.
1: And sometimes... So like, think about scientists. Think about people who have really pushed technology no offense but why are those people not us are they part aliens do they get do they have something it's like you know what i mean like scientists are aliens they have alien blood every single one of them it's crazy to (laughs) me you know like why don't we have more scientists why aren't every why isn't everyone a scientist oh man you know what i mean yes
0: yeah (laughs) you just stated that like it's a fact scientists are
1: aliens (laughs) It's true. It's just like, how are you that smart? And how are you contributing like this amazing stuff with just being a human? Mm. I don't know. I'm just saying. Good education. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think there's a lot of other
0: <laughs> possibilities with that one. But I mean, yeah, maybe. If I believe that there's aliens here acting like us, like, why wouldn't God. they be scientists? Now we're just getting into like lizard people territory. We're going to start sounding like QAnon. Oh, no. so. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm going to look lizard people up later tonight. I'll send <laughs> some text messages here. Great. Right? Right. No. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy to think that there's not something greater mm-hmm. than human no, life. No, And the argument some people have, well, if it was real, the government would tell us. It's like, you guys literally freaked out when they talked about running out of toilet paper during the start of COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, you think they're really going to be so open and talk about all <laughs> of the classified files? No way. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> So on Instagram, I had asked our listeners if they do believe why about aliens. And we got a few responses. So Creature Feature 90 says sort of, but it's narcissistic to think we're the only weirdos in the universe. Emily underscore from underscore earth said, yes, all the Carl Sagan books and obsession with X-Files. No way are we alone in the universe. Ooh, I'm going to have to look into this Carl guy. Carl Sagan? Yeah. yeah. Who is that? You know who he is? Um, I think I have
0: one of his books right over here. You're an
1: alien. And then Black Lagoon Girl says, I think I saw a UFO while standing on a rooftop bar deck in Asheville on a cold, clear night. Mm. I believe it. And you know, it's so crazy because whenever you do see the UFO videos, I feel like they move. They're all the same. Yeah. Like it's... My best way to describe it is like when you're messing with the laser, like a red laser, like you know how fast and shaky it is? Yeah. Like those little cat lasers. I feel like that's what they all look like. I want to see a UFO. Well. Today's your
0: lucky day. Bring them out. I got the aliens from 2005.
1: don't, (laughs) Don't fucking start. So. Michelle is wearing this beautiful black sweater poncho and like she's <laughs> underneath what is it not called a poncho? No I'm it is right. but I just I think it's uh, I was <laughs> like oh god. Poncho. <laughs> poncho. And she's talking and I think she has her hands like Rolled up into her chest, and she keeps poking her hands out, and I'm like, "What if Michelle literally exposes that you're a fucking alien, and you like pop up the poncho, and there's like alien?"
0: Oh, you know what's cute about that though? I always you are. (laughs) I'm so scared right now. Um, I always loved an Independence Day, the like little alien that controls the body, and he's like the little guy that's like dying. I saw he was the cutest. Men in Black is a great
1: movie. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, I Black. was like, I think it's Men in Black, but I yep. wasn't sure.
0: No, and Men in Black, where he, and he's like, Orion's oh, belt.
1: Yes, that would be Men in Black. I love him. I wish I had a little <laughs> alien side of I, me. I feel like you do. I feel like you're just waiting to see my thoughts <laughs> see on see how cool you are about it. Yeah, and you're going to be like, you're ready, Sam. You know what, Sam, you're ready for the secret. What if I was an alien? Would you tell anyone? And you already I told, told you... me that you're part alien. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I was testing
0: you.
1: (laughs) And I'm fine with it. All right. Tell me how creepy Massachusetts is with the alien life. Hey, have you heard of the little- Hey! (laughs) Have you heard of like the- I should have asked Joe about it. There's like a little green area, green grass area in Billerica, Mm -hmm. maybe outside of Billerica that people have said they've seen alien stuff there.
0: Oh, I didn't know about that. All right, so I'm also going to tell you the story about Berkshire County. This is a place in Massachusetts, so I thought it was a good one because it's not around here, but it's around here. Okay, I'm scared. So in the new version of Unsolved Mysteries, they do have this as one of their episodes, and it's really great. I ended up watching it again and then trying to like find additional information, and they got <sighs> all of it. So pretty much what I'm going to do is, like, recap this episode for you. So this takes place in Berkshire County on Labor Day, September 1st, 1969. It's after dusk. Jane Green, 35, is driving home from Stockbridge to Great Barrington with her friend Mary. Up the road, they think there's an accident because there's so many lights. As they get closer, she has to stop because the lights are blinding her. Her and Mary get out. In front of them is a huge object that extends past their view. Like, they can't tell where it ends. Oh North, my God. south, east, west. She sees no windows, but it gets creepier. There's no noise. There's no motor. There's no engine. No humming. Just dead silence. Within a few seconds, the object lifts, moves sideways, lifts again, and then flies over the nearby mountainside. In Great Barrington, Tommy Warner, 10, is at his neighbor's house, the Shaw's, coloring. Taking a break, Tommy walks over to the window and he hears a voice. You need to go home. In complete terror and awe, he bolts out the door and starts running toward his house. His neighbors chase after him, not knowing what's going on, and find him running in place at full speed in the middle of their lawn. Tommy turns to the left, and out of the sky drops a UFO. A beam of light flashes over him, and in seconds, he's gone. Two miles away in Lake Mansfield, Melanie Kirchdofer, 12, is getting ice cream with her parents. As they head back to the parking spot by the lake, light engulfs the car. Her father yells out, holy shit, we need to follow that. As Melanie begs him not to, she remembers the car levitating and then being on a ship. She remembers being in a room with young people, like only children, and then they were disappearing one by one. One of the children was Tommy Warner. Melanie wakes up. Standing up, she's at the lake by herself. She walks home. Tommy wakes up. He's lying on the other side of the Shaw's property from where he was taken. A light beam holds him in place as his brother screams for him to run. A voice says, I'll be done in a minute. And a minute later, the beam and UFO are gone. Tommy was gone for a total of seven minutes, from when he was taking on one side of the property what? to when he was dropped. Six miles south, at the Sheffield Bridge, Nancy Reed, in her late 20s, and her nine-year-old son, Tom Reed, and Nancy's mother are driving home from a horse show. Deciding to take a shortcut, Nancy drives through the Sheffield Bridge. It's a covered bridge about half a mile long. As they're exiting the bridge, there's a light ball hovering about two stories high. All noise stops, and they both feel the air pressure change around them. Nancy remembers seeing a disc-shaped object with a shallow rounded bottom and a ridge along the middle. Tom remembers it being at least 100 yards long. A light fills the car, and everything is dead silent. Suddenly, there's a cacophony of noise, crickets, chirping, frogs, and all the wildlife starting up again. What seems like was only 15 minutes on the bridge was actually three hours. Neither Nancy or Tom have memory of the lost time, but when they come to, Nancy and her mother have changed seats in the car. When Jane Green, who was driving down from Stockbridge with her friend Mary, when Jane Green gets home from her encounter with the ship, she tells her husband who tells her to call it into the radio station, WSBS. Tom Jay, the radio personality, has been receiving several calls all night, which led him to call the police and see if they were also fielding these calls. Jay gets on the air and asks if anyone is seeing what people are reporting. He's bombarded with calls from Pittsfield, MA, all the way down to North Cannon, Connecticut. There are no surviving recordings from that night's broadcast, and police reports note nothing peculiar from that night. I'm scared.
1: Was this all the same night? Yes. Oh my god. This all happened on Uh, the same night. Wow. This was
0: all taking place at the same time. Okay. We meet Eddie because he's the son of Chief of Police Santi Galuda, and he recalls how his father did receive a lot of calls wow. following the sightings. He was the Chief of Police.
1: Do we know how old Eddie was at the time that
0: this was happening? I think Eddie was in his mid-teens. Okay. Because he says that the next day, him and his friends kept like going out to see if they could see anything. So even though there wasn't police reports, he does remember his father just receiving calls upon calls about all these sightings that night. Eddie says that his father thought it was a bunch of baloney. Tommy Warner says that people in town would hardly ever talk about it. Maybe over a campfire, maybe after a few drinks. But after you talked about it, you would feel bad, like people were looking at you strange. Nancy and Tom Reed ended up having to leave Sheffield after being harassed following the incident. Tom Reed would get into fights at school because he wouldn't stop talking about it, and Nancy was followed home once by a pickup truck. A man got out, flashed her, and said, you want to see something out of this world? Look at this. Oh, my God. Nancy ends up selling the diner that they own, the house that they live in, and they move away. Melanie Kirchdorfer states the obvious. Why would I make it up? It wasn't fun. It wasn't pleasant. It wasn't glorifying. Why would anyone go through that? If somebody wants to doubt it, I don't blame them. I don't blame them for wanting to doubt it. About 40 people in Berkshire County, Massachusetts reported seeing a UFO, and four unrelated families claimed that they or someone in their family was abducted that night. In 2015, the Great Barrington Historical Society officially recognized the Berkshire UFO sightings as an historical event. A memorial was erected, but later removed. Why was it removed? Um. So I guess people said that it was on public property, and so they mm. petitioned to have it removed. Oh, wow. And that is the story of the Berkshire UFO sighting. I wonder if there's been any other sightings since. So Tommy Warner, um, he does get into a little bit and says... There are definitely a lot of people in the area that know more than what they're willing to say. Really? Yeah. He, I feel bad for him because he said, so that happened to him when he was nine, mm-hmm. nine or 10. And he said he couldn't, he didn't have like friends or a girlfriend all throughout middle school, high school. Cause like he was just a, a pariah in town because he was like the kid that got taken for seven
1: minutes. Oh my God. So we're thinking that voice that said you need to leave now was an alien voice to Mm -hmm. get him to run.
0: Yeah, he said that it was like a telepathic voice. And he just knew with every fiber of his body that he needed to get home. And he also remembers being on the ship and seeing Melanie.
1: Whoa. And Melanie
0: says she remembers seeing a bunch of children there, but she didn't recognize him. But Tommy recognized her.
1: Did they say what the children were doing?
0: She just said she woke up in a room and they were all there, but they were, like, disappearing. So I feel like they were being zapped down to wherever they were taken from. Wow. When Melanie meets Tommy later on in life, she says she felt an immediate connection to him.
1: Wow. Um, so,
0: yeah. It, it's just bizarre because, you know, dozens of people so all many, saw it. So
1: yeah. And that is even creepy. Like, the whole switching of the seats... Hello, mm-hmm. Raven and Denali. So that's it? That's it. Wait, I have one more question before we end this episode.
0: Okay. Is this going to be stupid? I can <laughs> tell by your little smile.
1: No, it's not, Michelle.
0: This, I can tell it's going to be so <laughs> stupid.
1: Okay, so I have one last question for you, Michelle. Uh huh. <laughs> You believe?
0: You know, I'm gonna leave that in there so that you can be embarrassed by this ten years from now. Well, maybe you
1: can put it in the beginning. I was gonna try to do it in the beginning, but it kept playing the ads, and it just didn't line up with the timing. So, (laughs) oh my god! All right, so let's not let's not assume that we are the only ones here. That there definitely is something out there. Same tip. Let's not.
0: Second guess ourselves, maybe you did see something. Yeah,
1: well, we believe, guys. We believe 100%. Yeah,
0: I have 0.0 reason not
1: to believe exactly. (laughs) I mean, absolutely, I agree with you. I agree in agreement. (laughs) That's gonna be it for this episode. If you have any alien encounters, UFO sighting stories, write them in yeah please if you know of someone yep thanks for listening guys and stay stay safe out there stay
0: safe we love you
1: we love you see you next week bye see you later Let's Not Podcast is part of The Dorkening, which is a network dedicated for podcasters, a group of shows helping each other to grow, share ideas, collaborate, and innovate. You can check out more at thedorkening.com. And
0: thank you to our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee is fresh roasted here in New England by skilled master roasters in a unique way that allows the true flavor of the bean to come through. It's coffee the way it was meant to be. Fresh, bold, delicious. It's coffee to die for. Check them out at DeadlyGroundsCoffee.com.